Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. Welcome to the Dag Hillwood Mills Podcast. May you be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching and down-to-earth teaching by Dag Hillwood Mills. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. God bless you. Enjoy the message. Hallelujah. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, come on, celebrate the goodness of God. Today is the first Sunday in 2020. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. If you are happy and excited that you are alive and God has preserved you. Amen. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, that brethren pray for us that we will be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. So prayers can deliver you. Prayers can preserve your life. I want you to take the prayers that we pray in this house very seriously because they have the power to preserve your life. Amen. Today we have amazing testimonies of people who have been preserved by the power of the prayers. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Ifua Dramina. She's an auntie and she's also a member of the Greater Love Gospel Choir. Oh, do it better for her. She comes upstage. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Hallelujah. If what has God done for you? Hi, Daddy. Hello, everybody. I'm Efwa Yeboa, an auntie, and a member of the Greater Love Choir. I just want to thank God for delivering me from evil a serpent, a snake, a python, because it, it was really bigger than my two hands. On the 7th December, I went to the Miracle Center, Legon's Garden, to go and pray. And then at a point, I decided to take my communion, and my bag was behind me. So turning back to get my communion, I just saw a very big snake slithering into the bush, very, very big. I don't know the, the minute it's laid behind me because my back was facing it. I don't know the number of minutes it stayed there. I just want to thank God for covering me. If it had bitten me, coming out from that place to where people were, it would have been too late. So I just thank God for preserving my life and I thank the prophet for his prayers. It has really preserved my life. I thank God so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Your life is being preserved too in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And now let's welcome Winnie. She's a member of the Our Saved Teachers. Put your hands together for her as she comes up to share of how God delivered her to. Oh, do it better for her. Keep clapping. Winnie, what has God done for you? 
My name is Winifred. I'm a member of the Love Let's Ministry and the business community. And last year, God saved me twice from two accidents. The first one was in January. On the 4th of January, I was going to Wasa in the western region for work. So there were three of us in the vehicle. My colleague was behind me, and then I was sitting in front and the driver. And along the, along the way, I fell asleep. And then I woke up because the car was shaking. So when I woke up, we were off the road completely. We were driving in a ditch, and the car was just going. It was very chaotic. In the end, we stopped by um, running into the wall beside the road. And my colleague tells me that the car actually somersaulted and landed on the tires. But we all came out. You didn't see it? I didn't see it. No, I was asleep. Wow. (laughs) God is preserving your life in Jesus' mighty. She may be asleep, but the Bible says, He that keepeth Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Amen. The one taking care of you will not sleep. He's on watch 24-7. Amen. Yes, and I I believe that that day there were angels with us because nobody got hurt. No scratches, no broken bones, nothing. We went to the hospital. We were checked. We were all fine. And then on 30th of December, I was driving from Accra to Tema. So I was using the motorway. And I was about to go past a very long vehicle. And there was a lady in the inner lane who was trying to switch lanes to also overtake the long vehicle. But she didn't look. And so she ran into me and pushed me off the road and everything happened so quickly so I don't even know how to describe what happened because at a point I felt like I was spinning but I ended up on the shoulder of the road and when I got out of the car the people standing around were clapping because they said (laughs) he will turn your morning into dancing in Jesus name the situation that was supposed to turn into a funeral will become a celebration for you they were clapping for you. They were clapping because they said I maneuvered well, but I know it wasn't me at all. There must have been an angel that day as well. And I'm here standing here, no broken bones, nothing. I've seen 2020 by the grace of God. And I want to thank God for delivering me. I want to thank the prophets for praying for us. And not only for praying for us, but leading us to pray and teaching us to pray and to take dominion over evil powers. Thank you so much, prophet. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. And finally, let's welcome Pastor Jusaki as she shares his testimony. How God delivered him. (laughs) The devil is a liar. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) I want to just thank the Lord for uh, helping me last year to um, complete the law school. And um, my entry into the law school was nothing short of miraculous and prophetic. Because um, when I, I actually studied law in another country for five years. And then when I came to Ghana, um, I had to, to be qualified as a lawyer in Ghana, I had to go to the law school, Ghana Law School. Um, but it wasn't, you know, in the country that I came from in Ghana, there were some differences. So there were some technicalities that tried to disqualify me entering the law school in Ghana and it was a very trying time and there are actually two main miracles I want to talk about the first one was that I needed some documents for the interview for the law school and the country that I'm talking about is a bit like Ghana it's very difficult to get certain official documents so I, I had to sign for somebody a church member there to collect my documents for me and so as I was in Ghana I, I came in June and the interview was in October. 
but that's a long time, June to October. Yes, so you would think that naturally I should get the document before maybe, that. Maybe August. I wish that was the case, but that's, that's not what happened. And so um, I, I was calling India back. I was calling the country. <laughs> You're so, calling the country back and forth. Yes. I was calling the country. There was a lot of back and forth. And I was putting pressure on this guy there. That he should, I need these documents because the interview is in October. And so, I mean, I sent some money to pay this person, pay this person. And I was told that the earliest I can receive these documents, my transcripts actually, was December. The school that I finished in June, early June. I said the earliest I can receive the transcripts is December. So I said, that then that's it. And so I had to go to the interview anyway. And so I said, I'm just going in faith. I don't know. But the Sunday before the interview, Prophet was praying after was the praying. communion. Yes. And he said that, he prayed that, you know, after he finished praying, he said, let's up your phones. And he said that you are receiving good news this week by email mm. and by text. Wow. And I just raised my hand and I believed the prophecy. And then the day of the interview came. And then um, the morning of the interview, I still had not received the transcripts because I knew that it's December, so I'm not getting it now. And then it was a Friday as I was getting ready for um, the interview. I received a message from this guy in the country. And he said, and he told me, check your email. And when I checked my email, the transcript was there on the day of the interview. Wow. Now, when I, when I, got, when I got to the interview, uh, like I said, there were some technicalities, a few differences between there and here. So when I came to, um, when I went for the interview, they didn't even ask me any questions about law or nothing. They just, they just asked me for my documents. And when I gave them the document, there was something in particular they were looking for, which I didn't have. Because that country does not give that document. <laughs> and so, so, and they were not interested in anything else. So they just wanted that document. I didn't have it. I was with people who had that document, but I didn't have it. And so, I said that I should go. They'll call me back, but they don't think that I can enter the school. That's yes. what they told me. And so it was a very trying period in um, my life when I came back because I didn't know where I was, what was going to happen to me next. It's like, has all my five years been in vain? And Apostle Paul, nobody has ever um, gone to the law school from that country before to me. I was the first person to ever enter the law school um, from that country. Wow. People had actually tried before me and failed. So they had to start afresh. After five years, you come and start four years before you go into the law school. And so there was no precedent to look to that, that happened to this person. And so as I was there, I was just discouraged. I remember that Sister Vivaldi used to pray with me. And you know, let me just add that we have the best pastors in this church. Wow. You may not know, but they're very, very, very good pastors here who really care about you. Because I remember that during that period, Sister Vivaldi was praying with me, encouraging me. I felt like giving up. I lost hope. But she would call me encouraged me, threatened me, told me that I need to keep on <laughs> believing. And so I, I, held, I held on to my faith with Stavivaldi's help. And, you know, at a point I accepted that, you know, maybe it's not God's will for me to, let me just. And so I started making plans to go and do the bar in another country. And so we even, I sent an application letter. I did everything, fulfilled all righteousness. And I'd give, I'd almost all but given up. And, what happened? and I remember one Sunday, Prophet was, um, Again, he was prophesying. And he said that they're having a meeting about you. Whatever meeting is being had about you in secret, he's overturning that decision. Wow. I remember clearly that that day I was sitting around here and I felt in my heart that this prophecy was for me. 
I don't know how to explain it, but I just knew in my heart that this prophecy was for me. And so I received it. And then um, a few days later, um, I received the call from the law school. That had told me that there's no way I can enter because I don't have this document. And they told me, come for your admission letter. Wow. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. You are receiving a good phone call and a good message too in Jesus' mighty name. So I just want to encourage everyone that you, you must really believe in the power of prophecy. You must believe that there's a prophetic grace on our Father. And whatever he says is up to you. The prophecy you believe is the one that you receive. And even though I've been here many, many years, I still had to believe the prophecy for it to work in my life. So if you are here and you don't really believe, you think it's just you know a part of the service, it's not so important. People are actually experiencing miracles every day, if only you believe. So I want to encourage you that first of all, find yourself pastors that you are close to in this church because that's one of the great blessings in this church that we have many pastors here. So if you don't have a pastor directly above you, you're making a mistake. And also believe in the prophecies. I want to just thank God for that today. As I stand here as a lawyer, it it looks as if it's because of hard work. But I know that it's because of the force of prophecy that has opened the door to me becoming a lawyer today. So I want to just thank God. I want to thank the prophets for always prophesying over us. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. And God is coming through for you too in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for powerful testimonies. We have another powerful ministration. Let's welcome the film stars. you know it's election time and this time the whole election is, is shaky don't tell me my feet are on the ground my, my toes are not touching the floor this time Charlie you have to put measures in place I don't feel very comfortable th- th- this time around I'll call you back okay Pharaoh are you okay my king are you okay hello come here let's... Ah, my king you should sit down what is it? Look, this is not the time for sitting. Pharaoh, please, are you okay? You're in a critical You've time. You've been moving up and down. You've been restless at night. Are you okay? Is everything fine? It's about the election. I feel I'm going to lose this time. Oh. And I need to put measures in place. My dear, you are not going to lose. Our feet are on the ground. Don't tell me that. I have already sent t-shirts with laptops to all the students. Oh, yes. 
a lot of money. I've sent them food, drinks. I've put your pictures everywhere in the country. Why? You will win. Why do you think we created the 200 cities notes? What do you think? I mean, this year is our year. We are going to win. Our feet are on the ground. No, Ababa said. Uh-huh. We are in a comfortable lead. <laughs> You're not I so trust you. I gotcha. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something else bothering my mind. What is it? Hey? You're always having a bad city. feeling. The last time I made fufu for you, you have a bad feeling. Why? You dear. It's about a dream I had. Oh. oh I, I've, been worried. I've been really worried. Dream? Yes. I, I wish somebody would be here to interpret my dream. I mean, I'm even surprised you're worried. I have your back. I got you. I've already called the magicians to come. Yes. I have selected the best magicians in the country to come and interpret your dream. I WhatsApped it to them. So you don't have a problem. what are you waiting for? Get them to... I'm I'm so worried. My love, sit down. Sit down. Eh? Oh, don't do that. Fetch them for me. Fetch Ah, them. They are coming. Oh, Pharaoh Bakope. Are you still standing there? Oh, madam. Get them. Are you okay? Mother, I didn't know you were talking to me. Oh my I'm God. Sorry. Why did they even bring you from the prison? Please. Um, ah. Is this serious? I'm even shocked. Baby boo, sit down. Relax. Relax. Put your back here. Hmm. You are the king. Okay, oh. please stand. Ah, are these the magicians? Yeah. Oh, yes, okay, yes, thank yes, you. Yes. Come, come, come. Oh, why are you afraid? Come. My king, my king it, it, they are too close to the king. Yeah, it's true. It's enough. Inferno, the wise men are here. Speak to us. Wise men. Yes, your so wise men and woman. Anyway, so this is the dream that is disturbing me. A dream? Yes. I, I, I saw coming out of the river Nile seven cow, okay. fat ones. Fat one. All of a sudden, Seven lean cows also came out and started eating up the fat ones. Hey. I was really worried. I started, woke up, and my wife calmed me down. Always got yeah. your back. <laughs> but it, it, it didn't work so well. I slept and dreamt again. Hey. And this time I saw a large field. And a corn plant came out with seven big corns. Fat ones. And another one came, very lean. Hey. Started eating up the fat ones again. I mean, how do you expect me to sleep after this dream? I'm surprised. My king, my king. I've been worried. You know what? Don't have to worry. It is solved. See, what do you mean? This is the easiest dream. What it means is that the cows that you are seeing means that more kebab. Ah, hey, young man. My, ah. Wait, more kebabs, meaning that each house in this country, one house, seven kebab sticks. My king, ah. one house, seven kebab steak. See, don't do it six. If you do it six, you fail. You lose, but that's it. Forget about the corn. The Young corn man, is not. I ain't insulting me. Oh, 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 my king. My Look, king. my king, he's, he's not on my list. I don't know where he's coming from. Thank you from. very much for coming. Please vanish. Please, I hope you have a better solution to Don't them. worry. I'm here with the solution. What is it? All right. You said cows, 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 lean, small. All right. Now, in the spiritual realms, cows represent Fulanis. You understand? Ah. Now, when you see Fulani, you see the north. So, seven, 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 seven. 
Listen, seven. On the ballot box, ballot paper, my, sorry, 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 ballot paper. On the ballot paper, number seven was a notna. So you see the revelation here. So what I need you to do right now is this. From the way I'm seeing the thing, the notness have taken the thing. No, they have won. They have won. So I'm what very, do you want us sorry. to do? No, right now, good, good, relax, thank you. What you can do right now is this. You need to package some guinea fowls. Put yes. them on the bike. Spark them to the north. Just leave them. The access will come right away. We'll win the elections. Don't worry. That young, is the interpretation. Young, young, young man. My king. What has the election got to do with guinea fowl? Hey. My king, this is, is, is just sheer stupidity. Okay. Are you serious? You can leave now. My love, relax, relax. Please, please leave. No, somebody oh, should confirm king. whether his, his interpretation is right. Don't worry. I don't think... Hello, 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 hello. Step back before you come and uh, uh, bring your spell on my husband. Hmm? Oh, oh, I'm not here to charm him. If I wanted to charm him, I would have charmed him at my house. Hey. I'm here to interpret. My dear, you know, let me listen there, there, to there, her. There's Come. a reason I'm the last you let me stand here. here. There's a reason. You know, I don't know why these young men were talking about cows when we should be focusing on the corn. You know? It is true. It's a very important symbol on the magician astronomical calendar. You know? Wow. Corn is in line with kinky, which is in line with guns. You know? My king. Which means that most of the votes are coming from the south, from the guns. You know, why are you trying to come here? Eh? You know? no. But don't worry, don't worry. We have to please the guns. That is what it means. We have to please the guns. Your Highness, no, I, I'm more we confused. should focus more on the southness than the northness. One yeah. election, Kenke, Kibab, kebab, Watch you come inside you know soon. My love, relax. Please. Don't forget. I've had enough. Finish. Is there no wise person to make meaning of my dreams? Anybody. Is there no wise person in this country oh, apart hey, from me? I don't my king. know anybody. My king. Hey, apart from you. My king. What is it? You remember that you sent me to the prison? Hey. Anyways, I've forgiven you. You see, when I was in the prison, I met somebody. His name is called Joseph. Yes. Hey, what he about a, him? See, Joseph can, inter- see, he can interpret dreams. Foolish boy, you're still here. Go and get him. Are you okay? Madam, prison life ha. is not easy, you, I'm going to bring him. Prison. Prison. Look, hey. Don't bring any rascal here in my prison. Let him dress properly before he gets here. Pharaoh, relax. He's going to bring a prisoner. At least somebody's going to tell us what this dream means. You know that they are saying Guinea all these things. Oh, you just sit down. Please relax. Let me give you a massage. I'm sweating in the hamatan. You will tap. What is this? Pharaoh. Pharaoh Bobo. Sit down. I, I, I can't sit. Everything will work. Hey. He will interpret it. He will be surprised. Is he the one? Yes. Hello. Hey, you're very nice. Oh, come. Oh, 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 oh. My wife, this is where you stand here. Come. Your, your Highness, I can't say same for you, but anyways. Ah. What did you say? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I was hey, speaking Mikey, he was just greeting you. It's okay. Yes, please. Yes, Your Highness. I'm sure by now you know the dream. Why are you bending? Are you okay? Are you okay? You'll you stand up. In street, a servant for a long time. Come, just come this way. To just bend. Yes, now speak. Um, what do you have to say? I, I heard your dream, but I don't have answers. Then why, what, no, so why, why is he, he here? here? My, ah. my king, he's coming here. Interpretation See, you are so useless. My, Get out of oh, oh, my king, my king, I my beg king. you. I beg, I Interpretation beg you. of dreams comes from the Lord. That's all I wanted you to know, that God will speak through Go me. Go straight to the point, please. Go straight to the point. I serve a living God. Is he here to Anyways. make fun of me? Um, your dream, your dream, seven. Ah, seven, seven. Don't say 14. <laughs> you see, seven from the river now. 
the, the seven stands for seven years. Mm-hmm. And the river now, you should know that it's, it stands for the riches of the land. Mm-hmm. And the first fat seven cows that came out of the river, it represents abundance. Yes. Prosperity. Really? And yes. A lot of food will be in the, in the land. A lot of, I mean, a lot of people will be happy. Then this can make us win but the election. <laughs> the problem is that right after the seven years, do you know Hala? What's that? What's Hala? What's that? Okay. You, what's Hala? You were, you were homeschooled, so you didn't go to a secondary school. Anyways, well, what, what it what? means is that there'll be dryness. Hi. There'll be no food. There'll be mm. famine. Mm. Look, people will be hungry. Eh? I cannot And, be and there, are, there are six packs. You, you, it will turn into six ribs. You can count it from their sides. Hey. It will be so serious eh, that it can even reach the palace here. So, yeah. the, the lean cows eating the fat ones mean that uh, the, 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 the poverty will, will, will wipe away the abundance if you don't take care. It will over and the seven corn or whatever is, is the same thing. God was trying to double check. He was trying to remind you. He was trying so to what stress young man, what So, do what do we do? Very good. That's a good question. A lot of people don't ask further questions when it comes to dreams. You are a wise king. Um, what do we do? So, you just need a man. Who you put in charge uh-huh. of all the, uh, the, the food in the country. Mm-hmm. So when there's abundance, you have to have silos, you have to have storehouses, mm-hmm. warehouse, save a lot of food. Okay. Save food in polytanks, on pen drives, a, a Google Play Store, anywhere. Save food there. That's wow. all. So I should get somebody who food. do all these things. Wow. Yes, yes, please. Oh, I'm considering Potiphar. Potiphar. Yes. Ah, the businessman. Yes. Oh. Your Highness, I don't want to hear that name. Please, Why? I beg you. You can't, you, you can't put Potiphar in charge of this thing. Somebody who listens to the wife more than anyone else. Somebody who can watch for the wife. Anyways, somebody, don't, 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 don't do that. He, he, he will not do the work well. And love, I don't know anybody on my mother's but side wait. or my father's side. Indeed. No wise man. You've been able to interpret my dream. You're a wise man. But I, I, I don't know. I'm don't thinking know. of who I can put in you charge. See, my, my mother's side and my father's side, no wise person. Of, of course. There couldn't be um, any wise Your Highness, let's, let's make this quick. Um, thank you for saying I'm wise. But one thing I don't like is to recommend myself in this life. I don't like forcing myself on people and in positions. I don't it's like true. that. You can it's ask true, me. It's true. I never did that. It's true. I, I, I don't know. But you are saying that I'm wise. And you need a wise person. So a wise king needs a wise person to take wise decisions. So you can think about it. My dear. I, I, I think he has spoken well. Yeah, I think so. You know what? I'm going to make you the prime minister. Uh-huh. I'm going to put you in charge. Wow. Of everything that I handle here. Really? Apart from my wife. Don't, don't you are do going to be in charge and you are going to be ruler of all this nation. Okay? Your, your Highness, for real. Thank for you real? for watching. Yes, whatever he's saying is true. Thank you for uh, watching. See you next week. For real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hey, serious. What my it, king, it took a while for the wisdom to come. Ah, Shut up. My king, you should have No, 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 that. no. Wisdom is not about the size of your head. My God. It's, you can ask from God liberally. He will give it to you.
attend a great church. Hallelujah. I can't hear you. Hallelujah. I can't hear you. Hallelujah. Lift one hand and shout, I'm ready for what God has for me. Now lift your other hand and shout, 2020, the great commission. Say it again, 2020, the great commission. Amen. I believe God is using our church to do great things this year. And I'm glad that you are going to be a part of it. Can I have an amen? And we've come to the best part of our service. This is, this is the first uh, service this year. And so it's a prophetic moment. And so I want you to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. I want you to be ready in your heart for what God has to say to you. If your life did never change in this church, the last month, your life must have changed if you've been attending this church every Sunday. And uh, we've been hearing serious things that God has for us. And our lives have been directed by the word of God. So if someone invited you here today, you're a guest, get ready to hear from God. Because I tell you, God is going to speak directly to your heart, directly to your life, and directly to your experience. And above all, every time we first lovers come to church, we expect a miracle from God. We expect a word from God. 
We expect a breakthrough from God. We expect a supernatural experience from God. We expect a message from God. We expect God to touch us. We expect God to turn our lives around. And today is no exception. If you are excited, lift your hands and sing it. It's impossible when you put your trust If this is your first time, you can sing it too. Say nothing is impossible. It's impossible when you're trusting in His word. Hearken to the voice of God. Is there anything too high? Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, for everything, yes, everything is possible. Come on, are you excited? Sing it one more time. Nothing is impossible. It's impossible. You put your trust in God. It's time for miracles. Nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His word. Hearken to the voice. Hearken to the voice of God. Is there anything too hard for God? Anything too hard for me? Say that. Put your trust in God alone. In God alone. And rest upon His word. Now declare. For everything. Lift your hands. Oh, lift your voice. Yes, everything is possible with God. Come on, give the Lord a shout as we welcome to the stage your prophet and my prophet, your pastor, the voice, the mouthpiece of God. Come on, lift your hands, lift your voices, and give the Lord a shout of praise. Father, thank you for this very first Sunday of the year. We're so excited to be here. We ask you to speak to our hearts. We thank you that you are here in a real way to change our lives and to turn our mourning into dancing. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. What a blessing. Happy New Year. And thank God that you are in church on the very first Sunday of the year. This is the year of the Great Commission. It's a year of obeying God to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Sending missions and doing his will. Amen. And I know that Um, God is going to bless us as we do that. Hallelujah. Now, this morning I want to share with you on the general theme that I've been sharing about uh, fathers. And um, so today I'm going to move a little bit further. I'm talking about neutralizing curses and activating blessings and I want you to listen carefully for the short time that I'll be sharing with you and then we pray a little and I know that your life is changing upwards amen amen beautiful so um, let's 
begin with um, neutralizing curses and activating blessings. Now, when you live for some time, you, 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 you don't fail to come to the conclusion that there's something wrong somewhere. Isn't it true? You come to the conclusion that there's something wrong. Something's wrong with the world, right? When Billy Graham preached in London in, uh, I think it was 1956 or so, he went to see the Prime Minister of England, Winston Churchill. And he had a private discussion with him. And Billy Graham, I think many years later, said that Winston Churchill asked him a question. And he said, do you have any hope for this world? And Billy Graham said, he does. But Winston Churchill said to him, I don't have any hope for this world. Do you know Winston Churchill? It's not Winston who plays the guitar. eh? That's Winston Quarte. I'm talking about Winston Churchill. He was the Prime Minister of England. When you go to England, when you go to the Parliament building, you'll be there soon. There are some towering figures. They have four prime ministers who have made a very great mark on England. And their statues are outside the door to the House of Commons. And one of them is Winston Churchill. He's a towering figure in the history of England. And um, you will be a towering figure in the history of the church. And uh, he is the one who led England in the fight against Hitler in the Second World War. All right? And after he did that, this just, by the way, this is a, when you are, (laughs) when you are praying, listen to the preaching. Just put it on. Now, after winning the war, the war was from 1939 to 1945. After winning the war, he, he, there was another election. And when he stood for the election, the people of England voted him out. That was a thank you they gave to him for winning the war. Do you understand? Yeah. You must be careful, you know. I'll tell you a little story. Do you like stories? One day there was a man 
I don't know what he did, but he ate something and ended up swallowing a snake. Yes. So there was a snake in him. Live, yes, live. The snake was alive. And he desperately wanted the snake to come out of him. So he met a bed with a long beak and he told the bed that there is a snake in him are you with me and that he he he's 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 suffering and he needs the snake to come out so the bed gave him some advice how many want to know the advice that the bed gave him i'm saying this because i told you about winston churchill and I'm saying that because Winston Churchill told Billy Graham that he has no hope. Are you still here? So the bed told him, I will help you. What I, what I need you to do is squat, bend down, and push hard. And the snake will be forced to come out. And when I see a small part of the snake coming out, I'll catch it and I'll pull it out to help you. Are you, are you, are you listening? Yes. Huh? So the man decided to follow the advice of the bed. So he bent down and then he pressed hard and pushed hard and squeezed for anything that is there to come out. And as he was pushing, do you know what happened? The bird was also standing there waiting to help. Suddenly, the head of the snake appeared and then the bird caught the head of the snake and pulled it out of the man. It's a good place to put your hands together. Yes. And the man was really relieved. Now, after the snake came out, the man still was not feeling okay because he felt that some of the poison of the snake was left in him. So he was now very uneasy and worried. So he decided to read how to neutralize a poison of a snake which has entered you. Are you with me? Children, are you you understanding the preaching? Yes. These are all my members. 
Now, when he checked, there was a, he said, if you want to neutralize the, the snake, the, the, the venom, or the poison from the snake, what you need to do is, you need to make a special stew. Do you see? And the stew has to have in the stew four beds. Yes. So when he checked, like four beds, I don't know, chicken, whatever, but four beds would mix together to make something that would neutralize the poison. Are you with me? So when he read that, the bed which helped him, are you with me? The bed which pulled the snake out was right there. Are you with me? So he immediately stretched out and said, ah, but here is a bed. Yes. The first of the beds that I need. And he took that bed home to his wife. When he got home, his wife said, what's happening? Are you people listening to, uh, this is all part of the preaching. Hmm. He told his wife, this is what happened to me. I swallowed a snake and this bed helped me. But there was some poison left in me and the formula for neutralizing the poison of the snake includes four beds that have to be slaughtered and uh, made into a stew that I will eat. So the man was trembling. He put the bed in a small cage that they have in the kitchen. Now his wife said, ah. she, she called the husband and said, is it not this bed which helped you? I'm talking about Winston Churchill elections. Yeah. Yeah. Is it not this bed which helped you to pull the snake out of you? How can you treat the bed like that and put him in a, in a cage and to come and kill him? Is that how to say thank you? So the wife decided to rebel against what her husband was doing. So, she went to the kitchen. Are you still listening to the story? She went to the kitchen where the bed was and she opened the cage to release the bed. So the bed came out, flew out of the cage and rushed to the wife who came to release her, the bed from the kitchen, flew straight to the wife and plucked out her her eye. Do you see? And then flew out of the window. (laughs) Are Are you listening to the story? Yes. So, this story shows you how this is the end of the story. Yes. <laughs> How everybody is ungrateful and wicked in response to goodness that is done to them. 
Yes. And it is a true story of what is happening and what happens in the world. Yes. And I pray that you will never be like that because you see that now he's going to have a one-eyed wife. Yes. Cyclops. <laughs> Human beings are wicked and ungrateful. And that is why, one of the reasons why, there are a lot of cases that are not resolving in the world. For goodness, you will play with wickedness. Yeah. Anyway, this just by the way, I don't know how we even got into such a story. Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, this is a year where God is turning our mourning into dancing. And he is turning around our lives. But I cannot tell you as a pastor that I do not see the curse. And I do not see people activating curses every day. Yes, I I, I cannot lie to you. I see it all the time. Isaiah 24, verse 6. Therefore, has the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell in are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned. And few men left. This is the opening verse. It notice that it says, not that the demons have devoured the earth, the curse has devoured the earth. Notice they didn't say that evil spirits have devoured the earth. The curse has devoured the earth. And the curse is the reason why the people that are dwelling in the earth are desolate. Now, I once attended, the, when you see the word desolate, put the word desolate. Desolate. Put, I mean, put the scripture, yeah. Look at the word desolate. This word, uh, I will tell you a small story that will explain the word. Because whenever I see that word, I remember something. I was at a funeral and there was a widow. The husband was dead. But the widow was a young lady. I think they were married for maybe two years. Two years. And the husband died suddenly suddenly now the man who was giving a speech right made a statement it is of all the things he said he used a word to describe the young widow and because I also knew the widow and I was a pastor. When he described it, 
I felt there was no description that was more apt, more appropriate. And he used two words. He said, the overwhelming desolation of the young widow. Overwhelming desolation of the young widow. That there is no word to describe the state of the young girl whose husband has been taken away in a very unfortunate way. And he used the word, you know, whatever phrase he used, then he said, and the overwhelming, you see, it overwhelms, it overtakes. Overwhelming desolation of the young widow. So anytime you see the word desolate, like it's left with nothing. You are left with nothing. It's different from a widow who is an older even. It's a little different. Don't feel too sad, by the way, when you go to funerals. Eh? Ignorance makes you sad. Ignorance makes you sad. That's why you are sad at funerals. Few people are sad at funerals. About eight maximum. The rest are not sad. And some of the people who you think should be the saddest are the happiest. They've put rub in their eyes. That's just why they look like they are crying. None of my stories are... Look, I've been at funerals where they have to put rub. They put rub in their eyes so that they look like they are sad or they are crying. It's what I've seen it before. Okay. You people, when I talk, you, you think that I'm... Yes? Are you still here? Or you are leaving? It's time to leave. I don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Overwhelming. It overwhelms, over, overtakes, and it, it, it engulfs you. And look at it. It said, the verse, my verse, the curse has devoured the earth. And they that dwell in therein are desolate. That's the word. They have this, there's nothing to them anymore. And the inhabitants of the earth are burned. One time I was praying for somebody. I was speaking a curse and I saw fire. Burn. One day I was speaking to a, a young, I don't know how young he was. But his relative was dead and bent. And he described the body to me. It was his mother. And he said, my mother had no more hair. And the body was black. Yeah. He said, the inhabitants of the earth are burned. And few men, anything that becomes few, there are curses working. Yeah. So, I'm saying to you today that there must be a certain respect. Psalm 119 verse 6. Look at it. Psalm 119 verse 6. I, I like the word here. It says, Then shall I not be ashamed when I have a respect, a 
proper respect for thy commandments. There must be a proper respect for curses. A lot of scriptures are curses. Yes, a lot of scriptures are curses. And he says, I shall not be ashamed when I have respect. Respect unto all thy commandments. People think, oh, it's nothing. I'll just say it. It's nothing. Nothing will happen. <laughs> that, that's, why, that's why Winston Churchill asked Billy Graham, I want to ask you a question. Do you have hope? This for this world, I don't have any hope. So, I'm saying to say to you that we need to have a proper respect for curses. Most of us don't even believe that curses are real, and I want to say that a curse, the wild ones. Wild ones, they are the ones which happen in steps. In slow steps. Because if you look at the state when you were born, of how Ghana is. And, and by the way, Ghana is not from airport to 37. That's not Ghana. That is a small road. Airport junction to 37 and that is not Ghana. You don't know Ghana. Yeah. Yes. Me, I travel all over. I see Ghana. I, I see it in a, in a different way. Are you there? So you need to have a proper respect. Yeah. Now, I saw once a snake. The snake, what, what, how they describe the venom of the snake is what has never gone out of my mind. And because it's a small snake found in Australia. And they said this snake can kill a village, a whole village. It was a small snake like this. He said, the venom of this snake can kill an entire village. Yes. So that's what I'm saying that you need a proper respect for snakes and a proper respect for curses. Lest you put it in your pocket and you go home. One day I put on my trousers. And I was standing outside. I was about to get into my car. And I felt something moving here. Huh? Not in the Netherlands. Here, in Ghana. And I I just was And I said, no. It's, It's not, I'm imagining. You know, I want to say something to you. Some of you have been seeing things moving in your house. You are actually seeing in the spirit. It's real. So it was something. I've come to see that anything I see moving really moved. Yes, it's really moved. Yes. 
have respect to the visions God is giving to you. So I say, ah, what, what, did I something? Did I see something? You saw something. If something is there. Then I stood again and I said, then I felt something move again. And I said, no, something is in there. And it was a lizard. Yes. It was a lizard. Yes. That was the last time that I hung my trousers in such a place. Are you still here? If it had been a snake, I may not be preaching here today. It's true. God forbid. So I need you to have a proper respect for what you need to have a proper respect for. So now, what is a curse? What is a curse? And I want you to listen to it before we go to the blessings. Amen. We are not going to be long. Don't worry. Those of you. Wow. Number one. A curse is an appeal to a supernatural power to inflict evil on someone. A curse is what? An appeal. When somebody curses you, the person has made an appeal in the spirit to a supernatural or non-human, non-natural power to inflict evil. And that evil may cause all kinds of misery. Now, everything I say, I'm basing on the Bible. In Numbers 23, verse 7, and Balaam took up his parable and said, Balak, the king of Moab, has brought me from Aram out of the mountains of the east, saying, come and curse me, Jacob, and defy Israel. Come and curse. Hmm. It's an appeal to a supernatural power to bring an evil to somebody. And then he answered, how shall I curse whom God has not cursed? Or how shall I defy whom the Lord has not defied? So, an appeal was made to Balaam to use a supernatural power against Israel. uh, Against Israel. Now one day, A lady was um, you can use the word rape 
by two people. And when they finished, she cursed them. She told me, said, I cursed them. You see, you will not understand. It's, it's an appeal to a power. You, see, you, are, you are nothing. You are weak before a man or before an authority. How much more two? And she said, I curse you. I curse you. It's an appeal to the supernatural because you have nothing. But it's an, it's an appeal to the supernatural. If I curse you, if I curse something, I'm, I'm appealing because I don't have the power. I'm appealing to a supernatural power to inflict a certain evil. And I've done it before. Especially in relation to the church. If you listen to the messages, you'll see. It's an appeal. Because I'm standing here. You are in Australia. You are in Papua New Guinea. You are in Kenya. You are in the north. You are in the south. You are stealing money. Of which I will be, they will say that I stole. (laughs) What will I do? I will appeal to a supernatural power to inflict evil. Yes. You are lying to me and deceiving me. I appeal to a supernatural power. Because I have no knowledge. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, a spirit. I don't know. You just lie to me and I swallow it. Because I believe. I will appeal to a supernatural. So he called balance and cursed them. Cursed them. He says the curse has devoured the earth. And the earth has become desolate. And remember the word desolate, overwhelming desolation of the young widow. Cannot recover. Not easily. Are you there? Can you hear me? You people, I'm preaching at the back there. Can you hear? Ah. Number two. A curse is an expressed wish that some form of adversity or misfortune will befall or attach itself to someone. Yes. And it is it is a wish expressed. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it says, through a spell, you see, the wishes expressed, the wishes of evil are expressed through a prayer. Magic, witchcraft, or spirit. 
So God himself has expressed his wishes of evil to fall on those who worship idols. In Deuteronomy 27 verse 50 it says, Cursed be the man that maketh any graven image or molten image, an abomination unto the Lord. So, it's the expression of a wish. Now, you see that it is, you know, one time I was with a man of God and he started to speak against certain things, but I, I didn't understand what he was doing. He started to speak against certain things. Then I was wondering, why is this man saying this? No one has said it. Then he said, it is a thought that somebody has. (laughs) And he said, if it's a thought, then it's an imagination. And the Bible says, casting down imaginations. Yes. He said, it's an idea that somebody has had. And that is why he's, he's speaking against that thing. Because it's an idea that somebody has. Even it's outside your house. It's a, it's a thought. It's a wish. And it is expressed through a spell or a prayer even. Yes. That this be. Yes. So, when you provoke people to the point where they now wish you evil and sometimes with a legitimate reason that now the person's deep thought and wish is evil but has no power he speaks prayers, spells incantations, blood covenants and words against you yeah and the Bible says that the curse has devoured, means has eaten up the world, like the whole world is eating up. Look at, look at it. Huh. I tell you. You know, some years ago, I went to Lagos. And when I came, Accra, I said, Accra is becoming Lagos. Yes, Accra is becoming Lagos. And it will become just like Lagos. If you know Lagos, you will know that it's very crowded and there's a lot of confusion. Recently, I met somebody who said that she lives in Abuja but has come to Accra for holiday. So I said, how do you find a crash? He said, oh, it's just like Lagos. It's just like Lagos. I said, I see. No further comments. <laughs> so, don't do anything for someone to wish you a certain evil. Yes. One day I met, I, 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 I met someone and the person said he was sitting behind someone 
And he heard the person mentioning my name and saying that I owe him money. That I owe him money or I, I didn't pay or something. Which is not, it, was, it was not true. But when I heard it, I said, oh, no problem. I found the money that he says that not even me personally, that we owed him or that we didn't pay. Which I don't want to go into. And I went to him and I said, take this man. Never, never say anywhere that you are owed by me or by us. Yes. One day I met a wicked man. <laughs> are you with me? When, when he was speaking. No, you see, you must, you must watch out for people's wishes. Oh. <laughs> and their thoughts. You, 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 just, you just think he's just neutral. He's just going normally. It's not, it's not so. People who feel cheated. Sometimes only 40 cities. Only 40 cities. It's changing something. Yes. I, mean, I don't believe in that. It's not a good thing. To have somebody who feels cheated. Yes. It's a wish against you. So those of you who do things that provoke malevolent wishes and thoughts. You know malevolent. Check malevolent. Some of you didn't do all level. This is why. Check malevolent. What does it mean? Wishing evil, disposed to injure others, malevolent, ill will, rejoicing in another's misfortune. Are you there? Number three, to be kept. You see, the first definition of a curse is what? To appeal to a, high, a, a supernatural power. Yeah. Number three, to be cursed is to be sentenced to demotion and inferiority. The serpent was cursed by God and sentenced and subject to inferiority. You will never be subject to demotion and inferiority. The serpent was sentenced to the lowest position. Hmm? Remember Genesis 3 verse 14. And the Lord said to the serpent, Because thou hast done this, because thou hast done this, hmm? thou art cursed above all cattle. People don't fear curses. That is why they steal from the church. That is why they don't pay tithes. That is why you can trifle with certain things and cross certain boundaries. Yes. That is why you can speak against authorities. And people that God has placed in high positions. Yes. It's true. 
Cursed shall now be above all cattle and above every beast and upon thy belly shall thou go and dust shall thou eat and unto dust shall thou return. Uh, is that what it says? And to dust? Dust shall thou eat all the days of thy life. Yes. Now, permanent downgrading. Permanent what? Downgrading. You are downgraded permanently. Wow. Now, if you look at certain countries, in certain continents, certain continents which begin with certain alphabets, whether it is sports, whether it's education, whether it's infrastructure, whether it's politics, roads, healthcare, clothing, Clothing, we buy second-hand clothes. People have worn their underwears and things. We buy them. That's what we buy. You are sentenced down. And you are permanent. Obroniwewu means a white man is dead. And Obroniwewu is dead. Obroni is white man. Wewu, he is dead. You are wearing his clothes. Huh? He says you are sentenced down. That's why I, I'm talking to you children about parents. Parents, pastors, and things that you do. They are cases. You must be careful. Yeah. Even if you don't like your father, you don't like your mother, you don't like your pastor, you must be careful. Yes, you must be careful. Those who break hearts. Those who break hearts. Promise people. Lie to people. Lead people on. Say you marry them, you don't marry them. Destroy people's lives. Teach people fornication, homosexuality. Destroy, then you walk away. The person's life is changed. Training people in evil. How to smoke. How to drink. How to steal. How to run away from school. How to do evil. How to do abortion. Where to do it. How to do every bad thing. Uh, and the person is never... You know, I met one brother, he told me that he has changed about 20 people in the university. And he said that now after he has trained them, he is now saved. And they are now not being able to be saved. And I said, yeah. But he said, you can understand why some things don't work. It's true. You know, I was telling you a story about the man who swallowed the snake. Yes. Yes. You have been saved. Is that how to say thank you? So, 
What I want to say is that be careful that you are not downgraded permanently. Permanently. Never to rise. You never see a snake. That's why when you see the cobra doing this, it's one of the frightening things of a snake. Because snakes don't rise. You, you never see them. You never see how it comes around. Yeah. It's sentenced to the ground. And I, I've actually found out that they live under. Yeah. Repaying good, good with evil. There are so many people that have done good things for. That's why, you know, I'm more trying to get you to um, learn how to honor me so you don't even criticize me. Don't even start. There are people that have criticized me. They can't. They are sentenced to permanently low, low. When they, when they spoke against me, it boomeranged back to them. They've never able to rise again till, till, till they die. It's true. They can't. Because it's not me. It's, it's the chair that I'm sitting in. Yes. You strike me, you strike the oil. And then you get there. It's true, it's true. It's true, true, true. True, 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 true. And these cases, many of them, they work because when you are born, you are given an amount of time to live. That is why you even continue living. That's why. You see, there's a lease. That one too is a man who's brought to the earth. His days are fixed. So you have your list. It's not easy, so easy to cut it short. But within that list, down, yes. down. So that's why I'm trying to change things for you to try to go to the other extreme so that in relation to the commonest ones, fathers, pastors, you, you save yourself. I tell you, because I see people that have not done that. And you, you just even wonder that no matter how big you grow, you are still a snake. You still be on the ground. An anaconda can swallow a human being, but he's still on the ground. When I went to Brazil, one of the things I was very keen on seeing is an anaconda. So I went to a place where there was a you know, water pond near, and they said, we have anacondas. So I went to look at it. And I said, look at a snake like this. It can swallow a human being and digest you. It can swallow a huge antelope with the horns and the hoofs and digest you. He doesn't waste anything. But still, he's down, permanent on the ground and downgraded permanently. You'll never be downgraded permanently. But you see, today it's not about just shouting amen. Today is about having a proper respect for cases. Yes. I just, I just want you to, to respect what I'm showing you what is a case. Yes. Somebody who has done something good for you, be careful with that person. Yes. If you don't take care, the person who has done something good for you will be the reason why you will be down permanently. I've preached many sermons, written many books, 
helped many camps, helped many people, forgiven many people, overlooked many things, ignored things, things as if I can't see. Play on. But that's not how people behave. In return for pulling the snake out, eh? you want to use the person who has brought you out to fry the person. Wow. Are you there? Number four. To be cursed is to have continual sorrow. Listen. Repetitive, continuous, frequent, unrelenting, sustained sorrow is something that that defines something as a presence of a curse. Genesis 3.17 And to Adam he said, because thou hast hearkened to the voice of thy wife and eaten of the tree, thou, that I said thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Sorrow Now, he turned my mourning into dancing. That's what God is trying to do. But I'm telling you that deep sorrows, sorrows that don't go away. Huh? In sorrow shall that eat all the days. And you ask yourself that, who has been able to escape from the sorrows? Have doctors been able to escape from the sorrows? Have lawyers been able to escape from the sorrows? Have those in London been able to escape from the sorrows? Have those in America been able to escape from the sorrows? Have those in Nigeria been able to escape from the sorrows? Who has been able to escape from the sorrows? <laughs> in, you, you can't escape. Jeremiah 5 verse 6. Look at it. Jeremiah 5 verse 6. It says, A lion out of the forest shall slay them. A wolf of the evening shall spoil them. A leopard shall watch over their cities. If you escape the lion, you meet the wolf. If you meet the wolf, you meet the leopard, which is a guardian. He's in the tree watching. Shall watch over their cities. And everyone that goeth out then shall be torn in pieces. Why? Because their transgressions are many. And their backslidings are increased. Sin is the first reason of it. By the way, all these cases we are reading is from sin. Sin is the first initiator of cases. That's why people don't fear sin. So we are having fun. We are happy. Charlie, don't mind them. People don't fear. Many things people are not afraid. How many have realized that you've not been afraid of sin? And that means you are not afraid of the curse. It's true. Continuous, unrelenting sorrow. Yeah. That's why people don't fear. People don't fear things. So, there's nothing. People don't even fear. God has called you. Say, it's nothing. So, you put it aside. You know, the friend said something once. He was a soldier in, in, in India. And uh, he, or he was with his parents who were soldiers. And they called for the viceroy, who was the head of state, like the governor. He called for 
a soldier, I think he was a captain or something, to come to him for a dinner. And he said, no. He's, he can't come. He's, he's busy or something. He said, it was the most terrible thing that the guy ever did. And he said, that's when he learned, when you are invited and you don't go, it's an offense to the upper person who invites you. So when God invites you and you don't go, he spoke about, I didn't even know what a viceroy was. But I, I, I went to check what it was. He was telling the story, what happened? The guy invited him for dinner. He said, he can't come. He's, he's doing something. Hey! I don't know whether he was sacked, I don't know, to reject the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. A lion out of the forest shall slay them. A wolf of the evening. So, in the evening, a wolf. A leopard. Jump. Sudden. I learned to respect wolves when I watched a film of some people who were on a cable car. You know, a cable car is a single uh, steel cable. It goes and comes. So there are chairs on it all the time. So when it stops, there are chairs at the end and there are chairs in the middle and you sit on it. So what happened was that when the operator was closing, he didn't know that there were some people on the chairs that have gone already. Yeah. So they, 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 they stopped it and closed for the evening. And they were, they were, they were this group that were, had gone, but they didn't know they were gone. So they were over there high in the air. And it was winter, minus, minus whatever degrees. Yeah. It was, it was that film that I understood wolves. Because as they were up there, they didn't know how to come down. And then one of them decided that, I think there were three of them, one of them decided that he would come down, he would, he would jump, or he would try to jump. So he jumped. And they were all freezing. They were dying. So when he jumped, he fell, and he broke his leg. And there was blood. He was, and he was, like, he was sitting in the snow. Yeah. And he was crying. Then after some time, it was in the night and snow and winter. And they were up and he was down. And then the wolves came. Yeah, wolves. And that's when they snarled. You see the teeth. And they surrounded them. And that was it. That's when I, I came to have a proper respect. When God said that he will send a wolf of the evenings. It was evening and the wolf came. Yes. Them. They ate him. Then a leopard by night watching. If it's this, if it's this, if it's this, if it's this. Now I'm trying to explain to you. People don't fear God. That's why one of the holy the spirits we should pray for is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. There's no fear at all. That's one of the things. The main thing is there's no fear. There's no fear. One day, one of my pastors was annoyed with me. And he was just talking. So I met someone I said, what did he say? I said, I can't, I can't repeat. I said, you can't repeat it? Eh? Okay. What you are saying cannot be repeated. Let's watch and see. A boomerang will take place. And you see. 
Are you there? Yeah. I hope you are being blessed with this New Year's message. <laughs> Number five. To be cursed is to have continuous pain and things working against you. Genesis 3.18. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. Yes. Now, it is to experience the opposite of what you should experience. Genesis 3.18. You see, you plant and when you reap, you get pain. Think about the different jobs that we are doing. You go to school and become a doctor and it brings you forth pain and thistles. You know one of the things that helped me to, to be in full-time ministry? One day, getting to the end of my housemanship, I, went, I was on night duty. And somebody had an accident and they brought the patient in. And the person had some lacerations. So I had to sew the person up. So I started, I went to the theater. I was the one, I was the only doctor there. So I took the patient to the theater and I started sewing the person. So I sewed and sewed and sewed. Getting to the end of the sewing, the last part of the sewing, I was wearing gloves. My mouth is covered in the evening. And I was saying to myself, whether I will be Obedient to the call of God. The last part of the man's skin was harder than Willie. <laughs> Even Willie is, is chewable. So as I was struggling with the last, suddenly the needle burst through the skin and came straight into my this thumb. And suddenly I started to bleed. And now there was blood inside the glove. I was wearing gloves. I was blood inside the glove. And here I was. The man's blood and my blood were all mixed together inside my... And that was HIV time. HIV has come. (laughs) HIV had come. And the Lord said to me, you can die here. You can die here. And I called him, you can die here. And I saw that I can die. That's the day that I saw that I can just die at work. Yeah. And I said, Jesus, I surrender all. I was hoping that the surrender was not too late. <laughs> yes. I hope you will not surrender too late. There are people who die unexpectedly. And God is saving you from every unexpected, unwanted death in the name of Jesus. Walk in obedience. Are you listening? Yes. Supposing I love you and I bring manure and I water you and I water you and I water you. Then I bend over to 
get some cabbage or to get some carrot. And then I get a man was in his farm. I was watching it on a film in India. He was bending down. When he bent down, and look on his hand, cobra. I watched in the film, real. He put down his tools and started. He has about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Running. That's 30 minutes. Because where it was supposed to give him food has given him death. That's a curse. That's a curse. Your father who should have had honor from you, the one who has been good to you, should have had something good from you, give you something back. Evil. eh? It's a curse. Just trust me. Trust me, I'm telling you. Be careful, people. Be careful. That's why people don't do well. The curse has devoured the earth. The curse has devoured and swallowed up the whole world. Yes. Hmm. We are almost over. Are you still around? To curse, to be cursed is to sweat and to struggle. Struggle, struggle, struggle. How many have been struggling? And Adam, he said, Thou shalt not eat of it. Curse is the ground for thy sake. Curse is the ground. In the sweat of thy face shall thou eat bread. Yes. Oh, mercy. Number eight. To be cursed is to be never established. Always moving. Never established. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know Lord, am I my brother's keeper? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me. Now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive her brother's blood. Careful! When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth, and it shall not yield his strength for all your hard work. So number seven is that it doesn't give you the result you should get from your hard work. And the next one is you have become a fugitive and a vagabond. Enough. Because you cannot receive the rest. Always moving. Never settling. You'll be settled this year. I didn't hear your loudest amen. You'll be settled this year. Always moving, always in crisis, a fugitive. When you see the people running from Rwanda during the war, Charlie, pray that it never happens here. You take a bag, a, a rubber bag. You know, one day I met a medical doctor from Liberia. He came from Liberia, Ghana Medical School. That's the school that he went to. And he went to Liberia. Built a hospital, house, everything. He came back to Ghana with a rubber bag. How do you call it? Polythene bag. Yeah, you call it a rubber, isn't it? 
a rubber. It's not a rubber, but it is a, it's, a, it's a rubber bag. Plastic bag. Rubber. Like this. Came like this. That's what it means to be a fugitive. You are left with nothing. He came with his bag like this. The Liberian. You know, I know so many Liberians. They've worked with me for years, since 1989. 1989 to 99, 2009, 2019, 20, 30 years. Yeah. The war happened 30 years ago. Liberia. It came like this. Bag. Nothing. Nothing. I spoke to one. He told me I was running with my wife. And my wife was shot. He said, just like Rambo. I was running with her like this. wife was shot. I said, what did you do? He said, I stopped. I buried my wife and I ran. Yes. It's a curse. The curse was happening in Liberia. Up to today, there's nothing in Liberia. There's nothing. If, if Ghana is what? I don't know what, how you want to understand it. They come here for medical care. Moving, moving, moving. Those who are in debt, always moving. Balance this, balance that. Pay this, pay this, pay this, pay this. That's why a lot of rich people don't have money. Because as soon as you enter into debt, you enter into a curse. Even the banks, see them moving, moving, moving. Running here, balancing here, doing this. Actually, they are empty, they have nothing. As soon as the cobra bit him, You'll be running when you do evil. You'll never be settled again. Never. You know, I'm saying this so that uh, you can help yourself. Because many of the other people have activated overwhelming cases that they cannot deactivate. <sighs> Ephesians chapter 6, let's end. Activating blessings. Are you there? Hey. Wow. Is it amazing? Shall I stop preaching? Really? Okay. Number one. Activation of the blessings. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. That it may be well with thee. So honor your father. Biological, spiritual, financial father, political father. Anytime I see somebody who likes her father, my heart goes towards that person. Always. Whether it's a spiritual father, biological father, when I see someone who likes their father. Many girls don't like their fathers. True. And many people don't like someone who says straight things. Straight this. 
his life. Why should you say that? Don't you know that this? He said, you don't understand. As soon as you say you don't understand, you don't understand. Okay, so now it may be well with you. Okay? This is what it means. Honor your father that it may be well with you. Number one, successful. Receive it, you'll be successful. Do you want to be successful? Now, number two, you will overcome. That's the meaning of it will be well with you. You will overcome. Hallelujah. Overcome. How many know there are going to be troubles? Like the song that Ida was singing. He came through for me. And he'll come through for you. As for trouble, if you don't want trouble, then die now. We can admit you to the mortuary if you want. Things to overcome. Welcome to this world. Things to overcome. Number three. When it is well with you, you will thrive. Failure to thrive. You thrive. We have something among children that we call failure to thrive. Fails to do well. But you will thrive. You will thrive. When it is well with you, number four, you will flower. Wow. You will flower. You'll be attractive. This is, this is actually one of the meanings of it to be well with you. You, you have a flower. You become a flower. Huh? Girls, are you there? Flower. Flower. Receive the grace to flower. When you are flowering, people like you. People want you. People choose you. When you are not flowering, nobody wants you. When you are flowering, all the butterflies head towards your direction. All the bees, all the insects come to you. They represent good things for the plant. Yes. But when there's no flower, they, don't, they just avoid you. You will not be avoided anymore. In Jesus' name. You are here, you are angry with your mother. I mean, how? How? What's your future? What's your future? When you get a chance to read honor, you see, honor. When Joseph, come here, was going to see Pharaoh. You see, I'll I'll show you a mistake they made in their film today. Shall I show you? This is Moses. Where is Pharaoh? Come here. Come. I'll show you a a mistake. Yes. This is the Pharaoh and this is the Joseph. Come here, Joseph. When Joseph was called from the prison, he shaved. This one has not shaved. Yes, he shaved. Yes. This 
one has not shaved. Look at him. He had, he, you see, to adjust yourself is to honor. It's like I'm going to something great. So I'm changing and I'm adjusting. When you fail to adjust and to change, then you don't actually honor. When you fail to obey someone, you actually don't really honor what the person is. It's true. They are all part of honoring. And to him, you just come without shaving. The Pharaoh has called you. You just come as you are. You can't just come as you are. Huh? I think so. Next time, shave when Pharaoh calls you. Amen. When it is well with you, you will multiply. How many are going to multiply and increase? And then, when it is well with you, you recover. Recovering. How many believe that God is a God who is recovering you from every situation? God will recover all in your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. That it may be well with you. You recover. The next one is that you will hit it big. Hit it big. That's what it means that it is well with you. Next one, you will prosper. The next one, you will develop. You will increase. You will win. You will get ahead. You will do well. You will bear fruit. And you will expand. May these blessings be on every first loving child under my leadership and part of the church. May you flourish and flower and prosper and develop and go ahead and increase and multiply and be blessed in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Listen, there are so many curses that anytime there is a blessing, you must receive it. And there are so many curses that anytime there is an opportunity to do something that brings a blessing, you must do it. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for the blessings that come upon our lives today in the mighty name of Jesus, the Savior of the world. Bless us. Touch our lives. Take from our midst the curse and cause us to see the greatness of your blessing on our lives like never before. Speak in tongues, everybody. Just speak in the spirit. Mantele makabaranda le mamanda la babanda la badara la bada Hambara malana mashanda la makabazonda la ma Hey baramba la makabaranda le babanda la mamanda la badara la babanda la Haya baranda la mamanda la babanda Jesus Haya baramba na la babanda la via que esto la va Mando santa la mamanda la baradia que esto la mamile Psalm 2 and verse 4 Yes 2020 Yes he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. Oh. 
2020 is your year of unstoppable laughter. Begin to thank God for laughter is coming to replace all forms of continuing sorrows in your life. In the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. For what you have done. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh, and the Lord shall have them in derision. Thank you. That is a year of turning our morning into dancing. Whatever sorrows and curses we have activated, we thank you for turning our sorrows and our mornings into dancing. We give you praise. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me on this first day of the year, first Sunday of the year. I want to give my life to God. Please help me pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, raise up your hand and I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. And if you've lifted your hand, I want to give your life to Jesus. Come to me in the front here and I'm going to pray a special prayer with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come, come all the way. Give him your life. All right, let's pray together. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. I give my heart, I give my life to Jesus Christ. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving me today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. I want to give you one of my books right here. How to be born again and avoid hell. God bless you. When we finish, are you watching me? When we close, are you watching? Hello? Hello? When we close, come over here. I want to give you something as well again. Alright? God bless you. You may go back to your seats. Now, it's time for the cup of blessing. How many realize there's a need of more blessings? These days, I feel the need of more blessings. You know, one day when I was thinking about my father, I thought to myself certain things I did with my father 
didn't do and did. And I felt I had activated curses. Yes. I can remember one afternoon, something happened. And it doesn't go out of my mind. Different, different scenes. It's just disturbing. Sometimes I don't know what to do. There are many things in my life I look at and say, this is a, it must, it's only a curse that is working. Because where you are giving something and you are getting thorns, that's what the Bible calls a curse. Yeah. So, it's very easy to say, there's no curse, we are blessed. Yeah, I'm not cursed, I'm blessed. This and that. <laughs> You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. When a pastor is pointing out a curse, never be annoyed. Malachi told the people, says, you are cursed with a curse. I see a curse. He said, there's a curse. So, how should the man of God point out a curse? Malachi was pointing out, he said, you are cursed with a curse. You are cursed. He said, what curse? Because you have robbed God. I see a curse. Straight away. So, there's nothing wrong when a man of God sees or a Christian can see or even point out that this is a curse. There's a curse working. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. 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 So we want to come to the table of the Lord and ask the Lord for his blessings. He's going to bless. He's going to bless us. which we bless the cup of blessing which we bless it's the communion of the blood of Christ the bread which we break it's the communion of the body of Christ oh this is the holy meal it is the meal of God oh it will sustain you Stand to your when feet. I see the blood, oh, 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 yeah, I will pass over you. the table of the Lord 
thank you for an opportunity to partake of the body of Jesus Christ. This year we will not need any medication because we have the body of Jesus Christ transplanted into our lives. This year we will not be admitted to any hospital because of the power of the holy communion that we are experiencing. This year, all forms of cancers, diseases, will not be associated with us forever anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever is lacking in our kidneys, our livers, our brains, our blood, our stomachs, our wombs, our breasts, our bodies, our prostate glands, any part of our body, because of this holy communion, curse is broken and healing normalcy the blessing of God comes into everyone today in the name of Jesus the savior of the world whatever appointment you have with death this year we cancel and abrogate that appointment This year is not the year you will die. This year is not the year you will experience a disaster. This year is a year where your mourning will be turned into dancing. This year is not your last year. This year is not your final year on this earth. Ah, It's the beginning of many good years. Because of this body of Jesus Christ, we receive life, power into our bodies, the body of Jesus Christ. the blood. Manesata balamanda ni makapalala. All through, throughout 2020, the sins you have committed will have no effect on your life. Because of the cup of blessing. Throughout 2020, your mistakes will not hound you and chase you everywhere. In the name of Jesus Christ, whatever is missing about you, whatever is defective, by this cup of blessing, I neutralize every curse. Let me hear your loudest amen. Your grievous sins are forgiven because of the blood of Jesus. Your amazing mistakes 
are forgiven because of the blood of Jesus. Every wickedness which you have planted that wants to grow now and overwhelm you, the blood of Jesus is the answer. And by this blood, it is blocked. In Jesus' name. May your blood be transfused with the blood of Jesus. May you be saved from accidents and death. May you be covered by this blood. When I see the blood, I will pass over. By land, by sea, by air. I declare a safe passage for you. You are blessed going. You are blessed coming. You are blessed going. You are blessed coming. You are blessed going. You are blessed coming. In Jesus' name. Every journey will be a successful journey. Every step will be a successful step. The bus and the car that will crash, you will not be in it. The plane that will come down, you will escape it. The bad news of the list of those who died, you will not be among that list. Let me hear your loudest amen. In the name of Jesus, every form of terror attack against your life, you are safe from it. In Jesus' name we pray. You will live today, you will live tomorrow, and you'll be smiling all through 2020. Every day will be Christmas for you in 2020. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus that is speaking better things than that of Abel. As we drink this cup, let the blood of Jesus speak inside us. Let it speak loud and clear against every wickedness that is already in us, every demon power that is in us. The blood of Jesus speaks against it. In the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. Lift your hands. Every shaky ground, every sinking sand under your feet that is making your life unstable, it solidifies as I speak right now. Let me hear your loudest amen. Every instability that makes you a fugitive, moving from here to there, from here to there, nothing is really working anywhere. Today is the end of that situation. In the name of Jesus, you are emerging in 2020 victorious. I say you are emerging victoriously in 2020 in Jesus name whatever you couldn't lay hands on in 2019 it will come to you naturally in 2020 let me hear your loudest amen 
It will come to you naturally in 2020. Father, thank you for the blessing for your children today. Let your face shine upon us. Smile upon us. Look upon us with favor. Answer our prayers. Save us from our crisis. Lift us up to stand on higher ground. Bless everyone. Bless the little ones. Bless the girls. Bless the boys. Bless the women. Bless the men. Bless us all, Lord. We thank you for this blessing. In Jesus' name. May you live long. May you prosper. May you be healthy. May you never be on any medication. In the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone shouted your loudest amen. God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more messages, videos, information on upcoming events, and so much more. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC.